and welcome to episode 427 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I'm trying to grow all my fruit, vegetables and herbs in my allotment and garden. Now coming up today, I have had a question about how I grow ginger as I mentioned it in last week's podcast. That'll be coming up a little bit later on, but before that, let's find out what I've been up to over this last week. It is Thursday, the 9th of December 2021 today, just in the podding shed, having a bit of a another tidy up. It's something I keep doing in here is just trying to tidy up. I don't know why. I think it's because I'm just lost and trying to think of things to do. But what I really wanted to say is a bit of an update with Papa Don, my little chicken. You may recall last week I said she was a bit unwell over well, over the last couple of podcasts. The other day uh, I started putting her outside and I mentioned that on the last podcast but she came in at night on Wednesday night last night she stayed out all night and I'm pleased to say she is absolutely fine still so she survived a night I think she's going to be okay uh, no more having to move her indoors I kept her in a uh, um, dog crate indoors so she was safe but I had to move her out in the morning and back in at night which was a bit of a palaver to say the least but um it meant she was safe and something I'm always very particular about when I have animals be it a chicken a dog quail I'm responsible for that animal I have to take care of that animal to my best degree that I can so I think it's very important to look after them very very well and that's what I tend to do and even if that means I have to give up my own time or my own uh, <laughs> having a, a chicken indoors is a bit unusual of course but it's essential for survival as far as I'm concerned anyway um, that's what I've been up to today and uh, a bit of an update with the chicken it is Saturday the 11th of December 2021 today. I'm down on the allotment and just inside Grandad's greenhouse. Now, I got down the allotment early today, got a busy day with lots on. So I figured get down the allotment for a couple of hours first thing and then I can uh, make the most of the rest of the day. So headed down to the allotment. Didn't really have much planned. The allotment is in this period of there's not much to do apart from just general care and taking over things. Which had done a bit of weeding, a bit of tidying up and just checking things over, making sure nothing needs repaired, nothing needs repairing, etc, etc. And yeah, there wasn't much to really report on. The garlic's looking good. The onions are looking good. The shallots are starting to show. But something I did do, um, I brought down some of the bags of compost and I filled up the next bed ready for the broad beans, which I have at home. It's been a job I've been trying to get done for a few weeks, as you know. Uh, but I finally got it done today. That bed is now ready to go. It took 300 litres to get that good enough to go. So pleased about that. And then uh, over the next week i'll get the broad beans down here get those in the ground and they'll be ready to go which will be great then i went into the main potato bed and i dug up a few more potatoes i tend to try and leave my potatoes in the ground for as long as i can i just try and cover the tops over with uh, grass clippings or straw to protect them so they don't get frost or um yeah so they don't get frosted so yeah 
that's uh that's the job there done got some nice potatoes which we'll use for our dinner over the next few days and i'm really pleased about that because the the potatoes have done so much better this year they've been probably one of my most favorite crops this year because they've performed so well anyway that's what i've been up to today down here on the allotment It is Sunday the 12th of December 2021 today and it has been a day at home in the garden. Now, something that I've been meaning to do for the last, well, it's been on the job list for a while actually. And I mentioned this last week that I started to prepare for this, but today I have actually got it done. So what I've done, I had two posts that were just to the side of the vegetable patch area in front of the sheds and they had some huge amount of ivy growing up them, which we cut back a lot of the ivy last year. These posts used to be part of the trellis network that we had running around the edge here when we first moved in and I, we, well, we decided it was time for this trellis to go and uh, change things around. But these two posts were a little bit harder because they had electrics running through them and they also had a bit of structure that, that worked with the sheds. Well, today I have got them cut down. What I had to do, I had to cut back a lot of the ivy that was still attached, cut that right as far back as I could and then cut out the posts about halfway down. That leaves about three foot of post still in the ground, which I'm going to remove at a later point. But the main thing was getting these two bits of ivy. Now, the first one I took down wasn't too difficult because there wasn't a huge amount of ivy on, on this particular one. But the other one had a lot of ivy and that was right at the very top, making it very, very top heavy. So by the time I cut that out and taken that down, um, I was a little bit worried it was going to land on the greenhouse. In fact, I've got to be, be honest, part of the reason that's prompted me to move this post is I noticed that it was starting to lean over and looked like good strong winds or something would probably topple it and onto either the shed or the greenhouse. So that was part of the reason why it had to go. Um, but yeah, we've got it taken down now. I've just got a lawn full up of ivy that I've got to shred and get into the compost heap and then cut down the bigger branches to season ready for burning. But I'm pleased with it because now I feel like the, the vegetable patch area is pretty much ready to go now. It, it's completed. Um, all we've got to do now, big tidy up and have a look at and see what we can do over this winter season. So that's what I've been up to today here at home on the plot. It is Monday the 13th of December 2021 today and just spent a few minutes out in the garden this evening after work. Not a huge amount again to really report on but what I've noticed is a lot of my plants are now really starting to die back. Tomatoes in the greenhouse still look okay but I don't think they're going to produce anything now so I'm going to rip those out at the weekend. But out in the main bed the... But out in the main bed, the marigolds have finally died back. Now, 
Marigolds, well, they can be edible, but I grew them mainly for pollinators and they've performed so well, they've been flowering right up until, and they're still flowering now to be honest, but the foliage has really been hit by the cold and lack of light and died back. So I've pulled those out and we'll get rid of those. So yeah, the, just a quick update for today really, but this brings the diary section up to the end for this week. What have you been up to in your own allotments and your own gardens? Please do let me know. Going to have a commercial break and then I've got a question to answer about growing ginger. Before we carry on with the podcast, hope you enjoyed it by the way, I just want to ask you for some ways that you can help support me and the VegGrow podcast. Firstly, if you can share, 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 the more listeners that know about it, the more we can share our experience. Leave a review on your podcatcher service. That really helps boost us up and get us seen. Then we have merchandise available on the VegGrow podcast uk collection of t-shirts and mugs with a VegGrow podcast logo. Throughout December, we have added some mugs with a very special Christmas logo. Come January, they won't be available anymore. Finally, the number one method to support is the Supporters Members Club. I'm really pleased with this club that I've built. The current members also seem very happy with it too. Just £5 a month is what it costs to be a member. For that, you get extra podcasts and videos that go on behind the scenes and uh, then you know what I'm up to. Added to that, each month I send out a monthly gift pack which includes a collection of seeds that can be sown that month. I sow these seeds along with you too so we're all growing these together as a group. To find out more, just head over to the vegroundpodcast.co.uk. And now, back to the podcast. December's a funny month, especially in a diary. Always feels like I should be doing more in the garden, more on the allotment. But when I'm on there, I can't see the wood for the trees. There's not a huge amount to do. That being said, spring is just around the corner. And it's going to be then all guns are blazing because it will be a very busy time. However, one thing that... I love about this podcasting job is when I get questions come in and this week I've had a question come in through our Facebook group from Debbie and Debbie asks uh, I'll read out her message actually on the last podcast you briefly mentioned you grow ginger please tell me how you did this I use a lot of it in our Asian dishes that I cook and would love to grow it please could you give me some ideas in a podcast or here I've managed to get some lemongrass to grow from lemongrass stocks, which I bought, which I'm excited by. Well, I want to first of all say that you can actually grow ginger from Romazones bought from a supermarket. But I'll get into that a little bit later on. First of all, I'm going to let you know how I grew it. So many years ago, when I first tried growing ginger, I tried for several years by buying a Romazone that was specifically sold to grow ginger from a well-known shall we say department store I think it begins with w on a high street in the uk i'm sure many of you know what i'm talking about and they usually sell these between january and may i brought that followed the instructions several times and it never worked so what I ended up doing completely by accident happened to be at Chili Fiesta, an event I would go to annually every year. And what they this one particular year, there was this stall that happened to be selling some unusual plants, ginger being one of them. So I bought that and I took it home and I grew it. And I was really pleased with myself for growing it. I was fascinated by watching it. 
The following year, however, the beginning of a summer the next year, it died. And I was a bit disappointed with myself and I thought, what's, what's gone wrong here? Uh, or is it just natural process? I didn't really look into it. I pulled it to one side and forgot about it in honesty. And when I attended the chili, chili fiesta in August that year, I brought another plant. And when I got home, what I noticed is the original plant had started to regrow. What I discovered by this is that the ginger tends to die back in the summer and then regrow towards the end of the summer. So that tells me the life cycle of the ginger plant is more for growing from over winter or from the end of summer to the beginning of summer, if that makes sense. So that's what I followed since doing that. And I've been very, very happy with that. Now to harvest the ginger, once it's established after about four months, we just break a little bit of ginger off as and when we need it by feeling amongst the roots. In terms of growing the ginger, very, very easy, I've got to say. I find it grows best on our windowsill, which is west-facing. I keep it indoors all year round, and it grows all year round for that very reason. Ginger is a plant that comes from a tropics, so it's going to love heat. It's going to love moisture, as long as it's not waterlogged. But it also is a a plant that grows in the shade. So by plant by growing it on my west facing windowsill, it gets that early morning light and then it's in shade for the rest of the day. And that has been how I found growing ginger very successful. Now in terms of how to get it started, I think that is the very difficult thing to do. And I said at the beginning of this section that it is possible to grow it from supermarket ginger that you could buy. It would need to be organic so it's not been sprayed in anything to stop it from sprouting. And really, when you're going to be looking at doing this, in my opinion, is around June, July, August time. As I said earlier, it, it tends to grow around that time. It'll start to grow. So go to a supermarket and look for a little piece of ginger that has, you know, you get that sort of light brown colour. Well, you will see these little nodules, these little bumps that are much lighter in colour. That is a ginger trying to sprout. So if you see that, you know you've got a good piece of ginger in order to grow. Take that entire uh, lump of ginger home and soak it for 24 hours before planting it. Now, it doesn't need to be planted particularly deep. Uh, it's, I don't know, probably only about a couple of centimetres of compost over the top. And pretty quickly, because it does grow quite fast, you will find that the this little green shoot starts growing up. It will continue to grow, and these shoots can get very, very tall, actually. Four or five foot, not, not unheard of. The leaves on ginger is actually edible and can be used as well. So if you feel you need the use of the ginger leaf, that's the time to do it. Now, what I would say is keep it growing look after it keep it indoors i think that is best it is possible to grow in a greenhouse or especially if the greenhouse is heated but if it's unheated it might die back in the winter and it but it might come back as same as a polytunnel you know if you can do that great and you know you'll get away with it but don't forget i always say i'm in quite a mild climate and i find in a greenhouse it doesn't do that well much better as i say inside the house 
If you recall, I said it dies back in the early summer, in the summer period. When that dies back, that's probably a good time to retrieve all the roots and start to look at what you want to harvest if you're not breaking it off as you need it and replanting those little white nodules as well. The other thing I want to say is as the plant grows, get it into a bigger and bigger pot. It does do quite well in, say, a six or a ten inch pot, but the bigger the pot is, the better it will grow and the more ginger you will get. Well, I hope that's of some use to you in answering that question in how to grow ginger. I don't know if anybody else out there is thinking about giving ginger a go. I absolutely love growing ginger, I've got to say. It's one of those plants that I always feel that it's a talking point. It's something a bit different. Plus the fact that you can get your own homegrown ginger out of it as a house plant is fantastic. There are lots of information on on the uh, internet if you need any more information, but I've done that, hopefully, in a very simple to-understand way. Right, I'm going to wrap this podcast up for this week. Thank you so much for joining me. We'll be back again next week, but in the meantime, if you do want to get in touch, my email address is richard at vegrowerpodcast.co.uk. Don't forget to visit the website at vegrowerpodcast.co.uk. You can leave a comment, leave a voicemail, or anything like that. Or you can find me on social media. Just search for the Veg Grower Podcast. Until next week, please take care.